0: Hello, welcome
1: to Club Call. Me and Cam here taking your calls. on oh, it should be interesting. Let's hear what people are talking about. Cam, just very quickly, before we, we get into any other comments and all that. Everton, so far, but what have, what have you ma- what have you made of it since the season finished? Because obviously, we had that the survival again. Um, which is which, you know. It is what the it sequel? is. The sequel, yeah. Part two, part two. And then since then, obviously we've had board members go, we've had self self imposed or self set deadlines that didn't actually mean anything anyway. And yet we still haven't we haven't brought any new additions in either. So what what have you made of it? But while all that's going on, on the ground, it's spouting nothing. Yeah, continuing to look it's, good. It's
2: excellent, isn't it? And that is all that matters. It doesn't matter if we are the championship <laughs> side in the years to come, as long as we've got a ground. Grab... No, it's it's unsurprising, isn't it? I mean, yeah, obviously you always have a period of a couple of weeks after the season when it's a little bit quiet mm. and silly season because of every transfer rumour is just so easy and lazy journalism, and you know people going, oh, they must be linked with that player because he's been relegated, and they. Barely survived, so it makes sense, etc., etc. Um, the stuff with the board, I was actually surprised by, not because I expected them to stay, but it just seemed to sort of come out of nowhere, didn't it? There wasn't mm-hmm. really much in the media. Obviously, there was rumblings about it, you know, board members, obviously because of all of the protests and um, you know the clear, you know, the clear sort of urge to get these people out of the football club, and rightly so because of how poorly they've ran this football club for years. But it sort of just come out of nowhere two minutes to five it was like oh yeah there's an announcement and Mm -hmm. they're all sort of going and it was like well but you know the first thing i looked for in that statement was where bill kenwright's name was mentioned and as soon as i read that it was mentioned that he's still there as of now and and an update will be provided it was almost like well it's a start but you know we need a a big clear out because ultimately and, and and again whilst bill kenwright is there even if Bill Kenwright doesn't do anything wrong between now and let's say he stays for two years, even if he didn't do anything wrong for two years, everything that went wrong will be put on him because he's still there. And the common sort of, you know, the the, the common man between the old board and the new board would be him. So every everything that goes wrong would be would be to, to his fault. And you know, it it needs changing, and he needs moving out, and we need a completely new direction and a completely new um, board. And yeah, hopefully we get that with potential investment but other than that it's just being your typical what you'd expect first couple of weeks after the season hasn't it it'd be lovely to be sitting here going we've signed this player we've signed that player like Arsenal are doing like other clubs are doing but Everton don't run like that it's mm-hmm. all about the football club we were the only club in the country in the Premier League to not sign a single player in January when we were in a relegation battle mm-hmm. and we needed players so did any of us expect us to have two names in on the, through the door before the first player but, we signed in last season was Tarkovsky on the first of July.
1: But are you, yeah, I'm just going to say that because even though he, I mean he did come in, and if you remember, Everton didn't actually announce it on the first you, like, no, of July. Did, didn't they left it for a few days until someone went. he's got a training kit on. We better <laughs> announce that we signed. Um, but you, have you found it a little bit surprising? Well, I think you've just answered it. But you know, in terms of when there's not even any like serious thing with Tarkovsky last season. About around this time, we kind of knew that it was us and Aston Villa who wanted them and he'd chosen Everton. But then it it did go quiet, obviously, until he was done. But there isn't even that at the minute, is there? There's just a lot of links.
2: No. Um not really. I'm not surprised because again, the the running of this football club was absolutely horrendous when we actually had human beings running this football club. We now don't have people running the football club. We've saying? got one it's board member. We've got one board member, and then we've probably got. I would imagine a load of people underneath who are sort of looking, thinking, "Well, I haven't got a boss, so what? You know, where's the direction? Where's the mm. where, what? am I meant to do? Where am I meant to go?" Do you
1: it's like? Do you reckon it's like wet play? Probably, yeah. At the moment, you know where you used to get shoved in the classroom and, and no one had really been... No, that's it. Everything just, was just going on.
2: It's like when you used to go... When you had PE in school and you go and play footy and it was just like, sort yourselves into teams. Just whatever. Just go and do stuff for an hour. That's what it is, but there's no direction and, and it, there won't be that until we there's RG new board members there. in mm. and people have actually got jobs to do and, and there's the president said, you have got you do this, we need this, we need that. Obviously, it'll speed up in the next couple of weeks when farewell's back and... You know Dice coming off holiday. We know Dice has been in Portugal for the last two weeks, it's been all over social media. His friends have been posting videos, so yeah. I'm not, I, I wasn't expecting Everton to have had a deal done for, for for us to have announced a player now. It would have meant that that deal would have been in place towards the back end of last season, or at least there would have been heavy talks about the deal being in place towards the back end of last season, and we all knew you know at the end of last season that there was no talks in place for anyone because we were so focused on staying in the premier league so it doesn't surprise me would it be nice to have a new player in you know what it'd be you don't want to be lovely it'd be lovely to have a new player in on the day we announce the kit so that you can market it as go down to the shop and get this new fancy new winger or striker on the back of your new kit it won't happen we probably won't even announce a kit but, uh, <laughs> but yeah it's 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 just i'm just used to it now at Mm-hmm. Speaking before about the end of last season and how I felt, and I remember feeling an immense amount of relief after Palace and, and sort of turned into like, oh my God, this is amazing. We've won the game. It's like a, a fairy tale story. Mm-hmm. After Bournemouth, after that five minutes of relief after the final whistle, I was fuming, I was fuming all night mm-hmm. just because of the mere thought that how of, I remember sitting, we were in America and we all sat there every night, you know, having a laugh on the air going, well, can't be worse than last season. Mm-hmm. And it was we were 40 minutes away from going down it was somehow worse than last season so yeah, uh, yeah not surprises me with this football club hopefully we start to see some movement but until we do
1: you're alright though I mean we we do this every day and we're looking and constantly reading stuff speaking to people who are working within the game and all of that um, trying to get little bits and you, you're looking for any positive you can get but there is there is always this like downtime between where people are away and you know people at the football club will be away and people at like you just rightly said Sean Dyke's being on holiday mm-hmm. and rightly so he's had the the season with the working and, mm-hmm. and the pressure they need a break it all happens and the other thing on top of that as well is Everton because of, and you, you did say because of Everton's position they couldn't get stuff in place quickly. No. Because we know what division we were yeah. in, we didn't
2: well. know where the board members would be. We mm. didn't know how much money we had to exactly. spend. We didn't know where we would be. So it's hard to get a player in place, isn't it? With two weeks to go before the window, and you don't know if you're going to be in the chair. What if we'd have done all of that work for that deal gone mm. down and they have gone not coming, lad, else, not right. coming. So, it, not that I'm saying that Everton did the right thing, because you
1: should mm. always be planning it ahead. And I'm sure they have <laughs> spoken to people, but you're right; it does change and. You know, you will have, obviously, you have that scenario plan, and don't you? Where it's if we stay up, we can spend this, if we go down, we can spend that, um, um, and we can speak to players, but we'll just have to wait and see. But we, we never, don't it, plan, though, no, dude. It's It's clear, it's clear, well, it doesn't appear to, you know. It's clear, isn't it, that as we move forward, we need attack on place. That's got to be the big yeah. focus of the transfer window yeah. this, this summer, hasn't it? Yeah. Attack on place. Because defensively, <clears throat> it wasn't great, but. We weren't too bad. If you look at the no. numbers, Everton we weren't too bad at all. I think they were, it was like halfway up in the Premier League. But the attack in third yeah, was absolutely diabolical. Only one team's good, less goals than us. And that is absolutely atrocious. And
2: we still managed to stay up. No, it, and it, uh, I suppose the. I don't know whether it is worrying because Everton are at that point now where everything is worrying, so nothing is worrying because it's almost just sort of like, well, I'm worried about everything, so now I'm not worried. Someone's literally ringing in me. (laughs) um, Attacking players is obviously the the, the priority and should be the priority and and should have been the priority in January and last summer as well, and Mm -hmm. we failed in that area. So, you know, striker, goal-scoring winger, creative midfielder, I, I, I get the defence is, is probably the most solid position. I'd like us to get a left-back, personally. Yeah, I think yeah, it yeah. wouldn't harm us getting a right-back as well, given the the situation there. But, no, I don't... If Everton were to sign a right-back tomorrow, well, you might get a little buzz of, oh, yeah, new player, etc. But we all want a striker. We mm. all want attacking players. We all want creative. We all want somebody that we can look at and go, OK, we might that might be an extra 10 goals next season, and that might mean Everton... And in a relegation battle come the end of the season. Um, mm. you know, I, I did sit here famously last year and said that Dwight McNeil would be our top goalscorer and I was laughed out the room. Um,
1: you also said he'd get ten goals. Well
2: I was, he got nine if you include the Friendlies. Don't include he got Kian. nine if you include the friendlies. I didn't inclu- include key. I didn't say Premier League goals, I said Dwight McNeil would put the ball in the net. Ten times for Everton. He scored two against Kiev and he scored a penalty in Australia. As <laughs> far as I'm concerned, Dwight McNeil put the ball in the net ten
1: Fair times. But oh,
2: that was play an anomaly you. of a season for Dwight McNeil. He's never done that. He might never do that again. He's never done that. So we relied on a player who at the start of the season, yeah. if you if I know I said that you'll get ten goals, but realistically if we'd have all sat down, we'd have probably gone. It's, it's unlikely he finishes top goal scorer. Yeah. So, and without them goals, we wouldn't be here. So mm. we can't keep riding the luck and we can't keep riding the... We'll, we'll be all right. We've just got to keep doing what we're doing. Yeah. Massive changes need to be made and, and there's a start, but it's by no means finished in terms of changes for me.
1: Mm, definitely. Um, hit the like button and subscribe as well if you can. Thank you very much. Uh, Celta Vigo apparently working on a deal for Andre Gomez. Um, there'll be more on that tomorrow. I think it's. I've just read something. It's it's progressing, according to to reports. Um,
2: Reunited with his former manager. Mm, eh? I, yeah, I don't
1: know whether what, I couldn't what care. working on that. No, what I mean is working on that. What to just pay his wages cause well you won't get. You can't see. I can't, can't imagine you getting anything. Any I'd love to know what
2: transfer market break that and say go get that up one man. million pounds. <laughs> no, you won't. Uh, if you get, what, more than four million quid, five million quid, you'd, you'd be happy. If you yeah, even got anywhere million near million that. that. I, I just, again, he's, he's, he will be added to a long list of players that Everton spent a lot of money on and left for nothing. But ultimately, is he going to have a part to play next season? No. no, he isn't. He's not going to get anywhere near that team. So, move him on. Yeah, Move him on and just, you know. Real Real realistically, t- if we say no to Celtic ego because we want a price, is anybody else going to give us They're well in... In France, so maybe you get a French team who give us a couple of million quid, but then you use that as leverage to Celta to Vigo, don't you? Going, hang mm-hmm. on, it's just had a good season in France, so we want at least something.
1: And you think that they'd come in if, if, this, genu- if this genuine between Celta Vigo and Everton, wouldn't you? Yeah. Um, there's, there's, just, so. there's
2: just so many of them, isn't he, that I just have no problem seeing the back of. Like, no problem for, you know, pick the Pickford yeah. one for 45 million worries me. I'll be honest because I think we should be asking for a lot more than that especially in a market where people are asking for hundreds and hundreds of millions of pounds for players but it's the majority of the rest of the squad.
1: There's only really Pickford no Are you're going to get money for right I, now. I wouldn't
2: I'd be worried about Pickford leaving because I think for two seasons he's made clear saves in big games that have kept us in the Premier League. Mm. I still stick with the point if he doesn't save that James Madison penalty have not get relegated. Well do, Cause cause they do because they win, win the game, game. 3-1 mm. and, then, and there's the two and points. The <laughs> two points yet, so But O'Nana, again, I have no issue with it. I think, and and this whole thing of, oh, he's one for the future we need to build. We're not, this is my problem with signing uh, Nonto from Leeds. Five years' time, he might be absolutely Mm world-class. We don't need him in five years' time. We need him now. And we haven't got 20 million pounds to spend on somebody that might be good in five years' time. Because if he comes in and he's not quite good now, and we all say, but he's potential. And then we go down, he's just going to leave anyway and go to someone else. So what's the point? O'Nana's the same. He had an all right season. For £60 million, I'd say thank you very much, best of luck. We need that money now to improve in other areas. Realistically, and I know this is given Everton's recruitment in the past, this is maybe a, a harder question than it seems, but could £60 million worth of new players have more of an impact than what Amadou O'Nana did on Everton last season? Yes. Yes, mm. indefinitely. So
1: Good player, but Good like player. you said, we need, we need someone that's going to make a huge difference now, don't we? <clears throat> Uh, Richard Campbell says, I'm from London, Londonderry and I've just signed up for Premier. Keep up the great work, lads. Cheers, Hi, Richard. Thanks very much, mate. Um okay, where are we are. John Winstanley says, the stadium doesn't need Macheri's input in a practical way, as Lango Raw will be carrying up the architect's plans. We need to have at least one board member so the three Stooges can stand down. And surprise, surprise, Bill can't leave because he's our last one. Yeah, I mean, I thought... I don't know what's what. You know, you can only re- read what's being put out there, and what's being put out there right right now is Machiavelli wants Bill Kenwright to stay. Why, why do you think he wants him to stay? Is it simply because he's a shield for, he is a, for, for Farad Machiavelli, or well, is it
2: he's a riot shield hmm? to, for 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 um, criticism? And as I've just mentioned, that I am as big a believer as anybody else that Bill Kenwright's time and effort is done now, and. Um, he's gotten away with a lot for far too long. But the mm. reality is, is if Bill was to stay, and let's say we went, we we went to work with Bill Kenwright every day for two years, and he did nothing wrong, had mm. no impact on anything, but things still went wrong, he would get the blame, and that's yeah. just a matter of fact because mm. he's still there, and whilst he's there the thought is, well, it must be down to him, because it's, it's been down to him before, so it must be down to him. So I think there's that. And I also think that far Macheri is just absolutely clueless. He's clueless about football. He's clearly clueless about Everton. He's got no real interest in, in Everton, regardless of what he says. He's, you know, he, Again, how many games has he attended? How much effort has he actually put in with fans unless he's been massively pushed to do so? Um, and where does he sees... I think he sees Bill Kenwright as sort of the middleman. Um, and... You know, if if he loses that, then, you know, who who's who acts as that middleman, and maybe a new board member comes in, a new chairman, and they push Machiri a bit more. You can't make that decision. You can't. You can't say that. You can't. You're not making that decision. Will you make that decision? And he doesn't like that. He doesn't like being told what to do. Whereas maybe Bill's a bit of a soft touch, a bit of an easy touch on him. But I, I do think the criticism thing is is a big part of it. But he could go, couldn't he? In in terms of needing one director, you could just promote somebody to be a director mm. for the time being and yeah, Bill yeah. could go mm. so you know I, there's a lot of stuff out there on you know what what Bill wants to do what Bill doesn't want to do etc etc but it, it does not surprise me in the slightest if Machiri wants him to stay mm. because you know yeah, as I said he ultimately is the he's the prod is he and Macheri stands behind and goes I've give you loads of money. Mm. Look at the statement from the board. The statement from the board was sickening last week. Absolutely sickening. It's all about look at the stadium. Look at. I mean, one. There was a part of the statement Look said at
1: all the stuff we've done good.
2: There was a part of the statement that said the largest site in the UK. But what are What where are we now? was well, that what we are now? Yeah, we've gone down, but see that big site there? Mm. That's the largest in the UK. No no site bigger than that in the UK. The, we were the best charity for a,
1: for a while. Exactly, yeah. and
2: that's all it is. No, look at what we've done badly. It's, well, look at this. And the stadium is great and it's boss. I'll be honest, I drive past it every day on the way to work or on the way to um, meet girlfriends or whatever. Mm. I couldn't care less. Mm. I could not care It less. looks great. It looks great, it but looks I couldn't great, care
1: less. great, but yeah, because the, the other stuff, it's taking it away from... Yeah the stuff that we need, which is which is the team. I keep saying it every day. <clears throat> it's great. I don't want to, I mean, I would do this job, of course. I've got an interest in what's going on yeah. elsewhere, finances and everything. Else. Of course we do, we do it because it's, you know, we are the t- an event channel so we have to report on everything. But my key interest, my big interest, the thing that, um you know, gets me excited the most about everything with that will always be the football side. Yeah. It's the game. Yeah. It's playing the game, it's the tactics, it's the players, it's what the coaching style is. It's getting the fans involved in that. That's what we're here for. We're not here to go, ah, oh, you know what, though will come The crap, but what about we've yeah. got, mate. Ah, oh, seeing the way, the way they sit around that table <laughs> and make decisions, world-class. It's just about just sitting there going, oh, no, what a player, or what yeah. a goal that was, or. What a win. We'll win there, or can we win this, can we win that? I seen a thing the other day of a
2: Man City fan who was probably around about my age who's been to 60 odd games this season, I've seen us team Blues six times. In 60 odd games and win everything. Home and away. 68 times, I think it was. They lost six times. I've been all around the world to watch Everton. I've seen us win once. Mm. Once. Including pre season friendlies, mm. including you know, qualifying games in Europe against teams that we should be wiping the floor with, never won.
1: It's just...
0: Yeah. That's
1: rubbish. Absolutely rubbish. Edie Amin says greetings from Uganda, <laughs> so is greetings. There. Did you Did you mean? He's there. My twin, bro. Yeah, he is your twin. You uh, you, in ha- Brad Hancock yeah. says, I think Dembele will come into you the first.
2: <clears throat> I think Dembele will go to West Ham.
3: Do you? Yeah. yeah uh, I'll I, just, I can I, just see it. I think that as well. I can I'll just see that. Oh, th- it. There or Brentford, I think.
0: Mmm...
2: No, I think Brentford is a bit cleverer. Yeah. I oh yeah, I, I
3: agree. But game on a free, and obviously Ivan Toney's out.
2: It's more yeah. likely that he goes to West Ham and we pay thirty million for Michael and Tony. But I can also see, <laughs> like, <laughs> to be honest, it, it is though, in it, it really is. That's the more likely option. It
1: wouldn't it? be the, it wouldn't be the, the uh, awesome, the most unlikely a thing. It that thing way. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Lomax, it's a, a fan of Isaac, but I've made the last eight. It's right, Ryan. Good That's luck. Right, good luck with that, mate. Um The Blues should need a left back more than a right back. Yeah, I would yeah, agree. agree. What do you think about um well two things really, just just with the defence and then moving forward from that. The Conor <coughs> Cody thing, what did you make of that? Were you a bit disappointed to see him go or do you fully understand it and it's not really you're not really bothered? Um
2: I wasn't fussed either way, to be honest with you. I, I think. Realistically, obviously we've lost Jerry Mina. Um so we need we need another centre off. We by a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. Because Ben Goffrey's unlikely to play every week, he'll be good enough to play every week and you know, Michael Key and Mason Allgate are just non options for me. So you need What about Brant, right? Yeah. That and, and and there's the decision, isn't it? The decision mm-hmm. is for me. There's two options with Brandt Branthwaite. He plays every week or he gets sold. Mm. Absolutely pointless with him sitting on the bench. No. Absolutely pointless with him going back out on loan. Yeah, yeah. So if if Dice looks at him in pre-season and goes, mm, he might, mm, sell him. Mm. Make the money now while his stock is yeah, high. While people, want, while him, people yeah. want him. Or play him every week. And if he does play him every week, then maybe Ben Godfrey becomes the third. Michael mm. Keane becomes the fourth. Maybe it's not too bad. I think it was more... The price tag. wasn't there a rumor that he might end up going for less than four point five million quid.
1: Well, he's got he's got a year, a year and what, a year and nine days left on his Wolves contract. So if he just sits sits it out for a couple for of weeks, three. then he's less than mm-hmm. a year to go. Everton may well be able to go back <clears> to the table and go to Wolves. we'll, we'll give you two million for him. It's mm-hmm. better than them sitting.
2: He's dying to come in. He buy all. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I've seen it linked so, being linked with Leicester today. Um, but I think if you give Conor Cody the, the opportunity to join Everton, yeah, it doesn't back, mean I think he'd be absolutely... He, he keeps his Monaco. family where he is, exactly.
2: happy, relatively. His kids it, it, are every, at the academy. Every, every time and he's, he's at he's Goodison, he's waving to his uncle, who sits by me in a park-end, mm. so it just makes... And maybe there? that's been part of the conversation. Maybe the conversation's been sit tight. Mm. we're going to see this out for a couple of weeks and we are hoping to drop up. the price
1: obviously, if he gets a, a deal that if he gets an offer <clears throat> that he can't refuse <clears throat> uh, he'll do that, but yeah, and then on the other thing then is what you take on Mikhalenko because I've seen this just conflicting views <clears throat> on Mikhalenko, there's people who think he's great, and there's people who think he's awful, and I personally am in the middle i think he's he's a he's a decent yeah. defensive left back he's not great, he's not awful do you know what I mean I think, I, I I think just, he's bang average I, like
2: yeah. I think he's bang average mm-hmm. and, but unfortunately bang average will lose your games positional mm-hmm. wise and, and he offers nothing going forward we looked better with Dwight McNeil at left back for the last few games of the season mm-hmm. but that obviously isn't isn't going to happen all season I in an ideal world I would like Everton to go out and sign a left-back this summer.
1: Starting left-back? Starting left-back, yeah. In an, left an, left an, left in an, an ideal world, mm.
2: if we had loads of money to spend, we weren't capped by FFP and whatever mm. else. We weren't in a position where we were so desperate to sign strikers and forward players. If you could say to me, right, Cam, Everton finished mid-season last season, you've got 80 million, under million to spend, Yeah, you've already got a decent striker, but you might want another one, I'd say left-back's probably up there to sign. But given the position that we're in, I think the money you would spend on a left back better than Mikhailenko could go with better in other areas. Mm. Um but I don't I don't think he's he's great. I, I just yeah. don't I just think he's I just don't think he's I don't think he's very good, but I don't think he's the biggest issue at the in the team at the moment. Will
3: mm-hmm. yeah. you have a confidence as a player? <clears throat> you? If
1: you're talking, talking to your mic it's on, yeah. I know
3: but look where you are. I've got the game up. Okay. He just I think the average left back now is Someone like Anthony Robinson, bang average, but he gets you with the pitch. Mm. Okay defender. And I think Mikelenco is just an okay defender, but even then he looks nervous. Uh, Mikelenco
2: also benefits hugely from Dwight McNeil's defensive work rate. No, Dwight McNeil's oh, yeah, defensive true, work rate well. is massive to Mikelenco because he's always getting back, he's helping mm. out. I can't remember which game it was last season, but there was a game where McNeil effectively played left-back as well as Mikhellenko mm. in when, the first half. He was just constant. When so. you're
3: watching Damari Gray on the left with Mikelenco behind him, it, it's... Poor defense, rubbish defensively, and then when Damario's got the ball on the left, he's completely on his own. No overlap. No no, overlap I
1: think we run. do need. I think rubbish. we do need an attacking left back. Absolutely, we get we're getting nothing from Michalenko going forward. I think we've that's the area we've got to develop. We need Patterson to kick to stay fit and to really take that right back position from Sheamus, so that Sheamus is just a sub. I think it's what Coleman wants as well. To be fair. And that Patterson has to improve his attack and they've mm. seen him do it. He's done it at international level. He's got to do it for us. And we need the same on the other side. Yeah.
0: They, you they the balance. become
1: huge, don't they? Your full backs are huge mm. in, in the game. <clears throat> and we're we're not you know, we're not getting up, up the pitch quick enough with either of them and that that then creates more space for say if it is Dwight McNeil playing on the left. If you've got a left back who's bombing on beyond them, he can either slide it inside the fullback yeah. to you or it they create a little bit yeah. of space for him to get it out of his feet. So, yeah, it's it's an interesting on the left back thing. You're absolutely right. There's other areas that need the attention first, but then there are a few there are a few free transfers knocking around.
2: Well, that's why we have to the be clever, backs, don't we? If you're not spending any or money or alone, and they're coming in for low wages, then mm. it'd be ridiculous to not try and approach that. Yeah. But absolutely, can we do two things?
3: I just remind people that this is the club call. So, everybody wants a yeah, if you're a, a Premier league, member, yeah. Is on Premier. Get it done. Otherwise, we're just
1: gonna end up talking about <laughs> yeah. food or. we we'll about they've whatever. Got, Something
2: that they got,
3: they got the cool iPhone. It's ear um, out. And no one's that
1: John it. says anyone see how well Mina played against Brazil. Jeez, he's got himself fit. He owes us a season with the wages. He had us off. It's just a joke now. Well, he was fit. He was fifth in January. John so, Dykes never so, do played. You
2: think he sign the new deal if he was off one. Yeah, oh, I do. The reality, for me, what you mean it is, that I think it would have been ridiculous to offer him a new deal because of the wages he was on yeah. and his injury record. But he scored arguably our most important goal of the season against Wolves away, mm. and he was unbelievable, and I mean colossal against Bournemouth in the mm. the biggest game of the season. Yeah. Um, he, the block he made in the first the, half from Solanke. from Solanke was world mm. class, world mm. class it was a goal. Um, and in those three four games that you know were, were before that. He was unbelievable in every one of them as well. And this was a team that conceded 20 goals in 10 games mm-hmm. and looked gone. I remember after Newcastle thinking, we are yeah, gone. Yeah, all over the place. And he come in and he solidified mm-hmm. everything and Tarkowski was confident with him and Pickford's confident with him. And, you know, again, he he played a, a massive part in keeping Everton in the Premier League, as he said he would. Mm-hmm. And, you know, ultimately, I, I think it's shake hand and thanks for your service. And I think he'd be welcome back at Goodison at any point in the future. What are you laughing at?
3: Shake hand and
2: stuff. Well you do, don't you? A new contact of the being ridiculous because of his wages and his injury record, but he ultimately if you'd have said to us Well, if you'd have said five years ago, he's gonna keep it in the Premier League with have gone, what are you talking about? We'll never be in a relegation battle. But given you know, if you'd have said to us with ten games to go, Mina gets his chance now and he's gonna really take it and he, he will make sure you are a Premier League team next season, but he leaves in the summer with have all gone, yeah, take that all day. Mm-hmm. So
1: The, if you're a Premier member, the link is it's literally under the, the title. So just click that link and we go from there. That's how easy it is. not a phone number, it's the link which is there for you. People are ringing us on WhatsApp. Um, it's not a number. Click the link. There we. Kevin Murphy says, I love Cam's passion. Sounds like he's had a Diora selling him and doesn't take your breath.
2: <laughs> just
1: the Red Bull? Uh, it is the Red Bull, yeah. Absolutely. Um, Jacob Pyle says, "Past career-wise, Seamus Coleman or Leighton Baines?
2: What, in what sense? I know
1: in what sense, as who in who, who's player? been better for Everton? Do you mean? Just give us a little bit of context
3: with Leighton that, Jacob. Baines. Leighton Baines was a better player. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. in every aspect. Yeah. Brilliant professional. Seamus is player, great. Consistent for many years. And Seamus is exactly the same. Great professional. Consistent over many years. Yeah, it's I love Seamus. Leader. Don't get me wrong, but Leighton Baines
2: technically, Seamus Coleman was very good technically at, at mm. one point with, in terms of striking the ball. But Leighton Baines technically was just no, was both f- good. football. Not many runner. footballers who have played in the Premier League in the history that could score the free kick he did against Newcastle.
3: You it always need players like Seamus Coleman. You almost you always need players like Leighton Baines, don't mm. you?
1: Daniel Vickers says Andre Gomez is €14 million on transfer market. What
2: am I on transfer market? You're definitely €31 I I must be about easy.
1: Keith Scott says great work and content again, lads. Not really excited about any of the links so far, but to be honest, I keep telling my lads, it's just media gossip. and It'll go yellow. Until it goes yellow on Sky Sports, I won't believe it. I don't even believe it, then. Dave Roberts says he's just joined Premier. Is right, Dave. Top man, thank you very much. Welcome.
3: Dave get your Premier night tickets and get down to Premier night it'll be very very fun mm-hmm. take advantage
1: Scott says I think Cody will go to Sheffield United they play a back three yeah could well do could well do mate uh, Andre says Mark Cucarella on loan yeah go on at Chelsea if they want, do they want us to keep Cucarella warm defend for them either, though. But he you can't
2: defend either though
1: he's a decent left back he's quick he mm.
3: sure ought not make to be that for you he's
2: going to Saudi for 700 billion yeah he probably will I wonder if Dice
3: will go and get Charlie Taylor back out of Burnley he was good when he used to play us Charlie Taylor. So Charlie, he's like 29 so. now oh. um
1: Hugh Ashcroft says, Would you have Brantwaite in the first eleven? I would.
3: Yes. 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 Or
2: sell him. I can't stress enough how ridiculously stupid it would be to have him on the bench next season or to send him on
3: loan. He's played every game in a in a good European league now. So it is it's tougher than it is thingy, though. Any 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 other for him, any other situation other than playing every game? again in a top five league, would be going backwards. So if he doesn't play for us, then sell him. No, absolutely. It, it otherwise, is... you're depreciating his, his value because he's getting older and he's not playing.
2: There's much less quality in the Dutch league, though. Than it's, the, it's, more, it's a different no, but, kettle of fish no, playing but, in the but, Premier
3: League. Yeah, but the next step for him no, he, uh, yeah, will exactly. be Premier League exactly. and he'll still not be the finished article. He'll still might make mistakes and he still might be... And obviously, you don't want to be making mistakes at centre-back because it normally leads to a goal. And this is why the thing for Deitch is, like John was saying, a manager's time on average at Everton is a lot less than a player's time. So he just wants to get the best people through the job now. And if you look at the the back four, you want Patterson starting, Mikhellenko starting, and and Branthwaite starting, that's a young back four. Mm. So what do you do? Do you go and get a more experienced left-back and a more experienced right-back or do you play Coleman in there to keep Tarkowski in there and then partner in Branthwaite? I don't think I as much as I want it to happen I think it should happen I just can't see that happening with Dykes. so um, no Michael Keane will be in all season yeah so for yeah, me it'd be, it. it'd be selling if this club's willing to pay the 20 million mm. rumoured fee
1: the Blues is definitely quicker than Michalenko in my yeah. opinion definitely. Cucurella's
3: a winger and he's a nice footballer and he's got a belt in it Cucurella's yeah. a winger it's here
1: tremendous it is it's tremendous. Here is tremendous um I've just seen something here. Yeah. Uh, Kevlar one three seven says, uh, what do you lads think about the Saudi League and all the money they're spending? The rumour to be signing Ruben Neves, forty mil and now apparently loaning them to Newcastle. Uh, I mean what have you made of this? Is this the new China? As it it's got I think potentially got more money to uh, to keep spending. So what have you made of all of all of the ongoings over the last couple of weeks with it? Football is and has been for a while all
2: about money mm. and where there is sickening amounts of money, there will be interest. And whilst we can all campaign for an independent regulator and for change and that it's not right and this, that and the other, it will never change because these people have got money coming out of their every orifice on their body to provide to the Premier League. And whilst the Premier League are receiving that money, they're going to be happy with that. And ultimately, at the end of the day, as I see, I see this personally as I see China, as I see in, um, the, but not as much to the MLS, but similar to the MLS, but certainly more China, where older players who are coming towards the end of their career will go, will get a ridiculous amount of money to play there for a couple of years, and you will get some younger players, maybe in and around their pomp, that will also look and go, do you know what? I'll take that money as well. I, I spoke about this earlier on about the Delhi situation, not every footballer loves playing football. Mm. They don't. Not every footballer wakes up every morning and goes, oh my God, I've got the best job in the world. Should they? Yeah, because they run around and kick a ball around for 100 grand a week for two hours a day and then three hours on a Saturday, whatever. Mm. Yes, they should, but they don't. There'll be footballers out there that genuinely don't like football, but they do it because they're very good at it. And that's why they're there. So Mm. if you're in that position and you're thinking, I don't really like playing footy, I just do it because I'm good at it. And someone in Saudi goes, Here's 50 million a year to come and do it over here. You're going to take, remember Oscar? Oscar just said, I'm not asked about playing in the World Cup. Don't Mm. care. Don't care about having a legacy with McCuncy. I can go and make money that'll make my grandchildren's grandchildren Mm. secure forever. I'm going to go and do that. And he went and no one's ever heard of him since, but he's made a load of money and fair play to him. So. I don't think it'll ever be a there and people saying, Will it ever be a top five league? No it won't. It won't because the heritage it may be in a hundred years if mm-hmm. they do everything right and mm. you know that it's competitive and people start to watch it. Of course, people will watch it for Ronaldo, people will watch it for Benzema you know, that you know. But that can only last for as long as Ronaldo lasts and Benzema are they likely to get Erlen Haaland mm. in the next two, three years no. at his peak of his career? No. Are they likely to get Mbappe no. in the next? No. Of course. So they're going to get these stars when they're coming towards the end of their career. Mm. In two, three years' time, Ronaldo won't be playing football. Benzema likely will, won't will be playing football or will be coming to the end of it. Mm. So I'm not worried about it either way. Even if Haaland went there tomorrow, I wouldn't be worried. But when people say, is it going to be a top five league, this, that and the other, until Mbappe turns around, no one goes, no, I want to go and play him. Saudi or Qatar or whatever—that's when I go. They're getting players at the peak of their career who could be there for ten years, dominating. They're not. They're not at that stage yet. And yeah, it's it's wrong, and the amount of money and it's wrong, and that potential deal with Neves going to Newcastle is wrong and all sorts. But the whole Newcastle situation is wrong. It should never have been allowed to happen in the first place. You know, it, it, again, it was done. You know, almost overnight and like with blind eye turned to it. So yeah. Football, again, said it before and I'll say it again, if there's billionaires involved, there's not many models involved because you'll struggle. In fact, I go on record saying you will not find a billionaire with good models because the reason they've got that money is because they've had to do other stuff. stuff to get that <laughs> money. And when there's loads of billionaires in the same room, the likelihood is they're going to come up with ideas that aren't very model and don't really respect the traditions of you know, what yeah. we know as, as football. So we can't change it, can we? We're not no. gonna, they've got all the money. They're not going to listen. You could get a petition of millions of people saying, we don't want this, we don't want this. The the Premier League or the FIFA or whoever will just go, have you got 200 million quid? Mm. No, no, we're just saying we don't want it.
1: Yeah. Oh, go
3: ahead, sweet, because these have got 200 yeah. million quid. See, so. you after. see you later.
1: Right, we've got someone on the line. Mike? I
3: think, I think oh. it might be uh, our favourite. Hairless individual, Cosgrove, okay. <laughs> Mike
1: Cosgrove, big Cosgrove, it's Cosco. Michael, good evening.
4: Good evening, sir. How are we?
1: Warm, in here, but good, but good.
4: Good stuff. Good, good to go see on. you back on cam, missed
2: Thanks, you. mate. I've missed you. I thought I thought you'd be here, but no, he doesn't
1: no,
4: live here.
2: No, no. But every time I've been here recently, Mike's been. Yeah, here so around. You know, he'll come he'll in he around. coming.
1: He has bombed us a bit lately. he's. he's but you know. <laughs> Fair play. No, I was
4: just think, all the job it's a pain in the ass. You say that. You say that. Go ahead, mate. What's to be to honest, I've just obviously everything that's been going on has been talked about a million times. We're just sort of just a little bit different with the um, last season. Our use of the loan system I mm. thought it was pretty poor, um, and this season, obviously, we've got. Financial issues again. By the looks of it, financial restraints. And it was just more a case of: Do you think we'll use A all the loans islands and B would you look to use them for t- players that would come into the actual first eleven? Okay,
1: interesting.
2: Right, come um, on, off you go. Yeah, I, I, I'm not a fan of this whole. We'll we'll sign him. We know he's not good enough to get in the first 11, but he's a number, so we'll sign him and he can go yeah. on the bench. Because yeah. that's how you end up <clears throat> pardon me. That's how you end up with El Ghazi, who never comes on, plays 14 minutes. Old. I was on the pitch longer than El Ghazi that <laughs> season. That's how you end up with players like um, Josh King, who never come on and never have any. Fair if life, we're going right? to get lost, and, and it's difficult because there's not going to be many loan players out there, players available for loan that you'd look at and go, you'd walk into a Premier League team, otherwise yeah. they wouldn't be there on loan. But that should be the aim shouldn't it? The aim should be whoever we're looking at to come in needs to be better than what we've got currently mm. and then what we've got currently drops to the bench and that's how you improve your team slowly over, over the years. Um, so for me I'd, I'd be looking at players good enough to come into the first team and if you look at it and you, and if not I'd be looking at players that are as good as what we've got in the first team. You're not telling me that there's not a winger out there that's available for loan that isn't as good as Damari Gray because there must be. I, I'm not having that, there isn't, there must be somewhere, um, or as good as Neil Mopay, for example, so yeah, I'd, I'd be looking at that, as I said, I, I don't like the whole, he's available for loan, he doesn't really fit in, and he's not good enough, but we'll bring him in anyway, because they just, they don't utilise them, they take up space, they take Vinagre's another one, take up wages, and you just never, you don't see them, they go on the injury list with an unknown injury, and then they leave at the end of the season, so it is difficult because, as I said, Premier League football club, and there won't be many players available for loan that are good enough to walk into Premier League sides. Otherwise, they wouldn't be available for loan. But that's got to be the aim, hasn't it? to to bring in players. Yeah, that I mean, I improve. I
4: think in in the past, obviously, we you know, sitting on the Moyes, we utilise our system much better than we than we have done lately. I Think Connor Cody is a good example of, yeah. of how you can use it. Obviously, a player that's. That's come into the first team. You've had an option to, you know, to, to buy. You've also had a good chance to look at them. So it, it, it can work really well. Mm. Um, but previously, like you say, under, under this administration, it just feels like we've really not tapped that market well at all. And, um, you know, I think our tester originally was on loan, was he before we mm. signed him and different yeah. stuff? We've, we've done well with it in the past. And I just think, again, with the financial restraints, you can certainly with the four spots, you know, you might take one who's going to be, I don't know, a, a, a backup a right-winger or a backup left-winger for Dwight McNeil or whatnot. But the other three, you you would feel like they've got to be at least, you know, if they're not directly in the first 11, they're certainly pushing that, that starter and they're going to be a real good option from the bench to make an impact. Because um, it just feels like we've, we've not utilised and it seems strange, certainly for the team that, or a club at the moment who we, we haven't got money to, to spend. You know, like, there's no reason why you can't you know, scour that market and, and you can use that, you know, you know, there'll be teams, you know, certain with financial fair playing with years falling off and the 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 books looking a little bit stronger. You know, you could be going to South America and saying, look, we'll take them on loan with an obligation to buy next season at X amount of money because our 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 accounts will look healthier then and different things and just being a little bit creative. I just think it's a system for for right now that we should be massively utilising.
0: Yeah. I agree. We
1: definitely shouldn't I think the thing about it is as well is, like you say, Cam, you don't get ones that aren't really going to push just because it's a body because that other body should become a kid out of 21. You've got nine subs, so there's no reason why you can't have academy players on the bench anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're trying to get loans in, they have to be good enough to play in the first team. And one of them, and one of them may well be someone like, at Diallo from Manchester United he's been at Sunderland had a good season scored a lot of goals and he's a, he's a wild card option from the bench mm. but he's, he's not guaranteed to get in every week he, he has to earn that and others may be from clubs around Europe with that option to buy mm. you know there's there's big squads everywhere Chelsea look like they're cutting everyone mm. don't they they're trying to really know, and, and their recruitments are trying to cut that squad down Go and have a go and test the water with a couple of their players, mm. and if you can, you know, I'm thinking Armando Broyer. who's just come back from a bad injury, so yeah. you know they've just announced Christopher uh, Nkunku, haven't they? Mm-hmm. In the last 24 hours, who, who I think is a tremendous signing for them. Well, that's another one in the way of Breyer. Mm-hmm. So go and say, go and say Broyer, and, and maybe throw that loan with an option to buy because he is a player at 21. He's powerful, quick. He's he's. Had a really good season at Southampton. Okay, you've got to think eight or nine goals overall, but he was someone who you're developing. Get him with an option to buy. Mm. Get him involved. Go and see if Chelsea have got anyone else. You know, Pulisic, whoever, whoever, I was just whoever. i about to say Pulisic. You know, whoever had, but they're good enough to get an Everton team, and Chelsea might be like, no, we're not sure with that. Try and get in there. Try the thing at United. Try teams in Europe. You know, go see who's in Europe, who, who players who were maybe. But they've got to be good enough to get into our yeah. team or certainly push to get into our team yeah. because there isn't any point letting them loan slots go when you can get yeah. people in who are going to push you. We used the loan slot. even worse,
4: just don't use them. Yet. Yeah, yeah know, exactly. that's the thing. That's I mean. We used one a like,
2: couple of years ago on El Ghazi simply because.
1: But why s- a did we play agent the The ladder got in. 10 goals the year before yeah. for Villa, so why didn't we give him a go? So that's what I mean. Don't waste the slots, don't waste them like we did last season. Mm. You know, we got Conor Cody and like Mike rightly said, and he forced his way into the team was excellent for most of it. He had he had a drop off at some and mm. you know deserved maybe to be left out for a little bit, but he was good overall. That was a good loan mm. for Nagri was a nightmare. Yeah. You know, we had the left back that wasn't fit for he didn't really put any pressure on Miko. When Michaelenko was injured, he wasn't available himself. That was a waste of a loan. Get one who really is gonna gonna challenge for that mm. left back spot and can take it and it's strange we
4: as well to have to have them two spots still available that we didn't utilize. And you would think in January, you know, you would you would jump on those two two loan spots and almost take real gambles and just go. Do you know what? Let's you know we ended the season with eight players on the bench. You know, let us take a gamble with those those spots in January and make sure we've got bodies attacking options of some description to be mm. able to come off the bench. It just seems just seems strange. But what what, what I don't see them using it for as well is do you know if we were going down hopefully we're going down like a different recruitment options and, you know, looking a bit more like Brighton do or Brentford do and so on and so forth. Where we're not, right now, we don't feel too comfortable or feels like the club don't feel too comfortable in that direction. You know, would there be options to be able to be, say, say you're looking at a player for, I don't know, he's he's an £8 million player. How about mm-hmm. you, you say to a club, like, look, we'll, we'll bring him in on loan mm-hmm. with, and we'll pay a loan fee of what would necessarily be the first instalment. And we can just have a look at, you know, we can sort of almost a try buy and get get a get a feeling for it, and, and sort of, you know, not all clubs are going to go for it, but some of them will certainly, you know, the lower league one teams or teams uh, from Belgium and stuff like that. That loan fee alone would would set them up, and you can almost just have a real look at them and and a feel for them. If we're not fully confident of going down that route in terms of putting all our eggs in but one that, basket, so
1: that's what your loan with an option is, though, isn't it? Essentially, it's what Moyes did. Remember we, we took going back all then years, you know, Joseph Yobo was taken from yeah. Marseille a, you know, loan with an option to buy and, and Yobo come in and was excellent and Moise bought him. He was just his first proper signing really and we end up buying him for five million quid, I think it was in the yeah. end. And he was he was good, really good value for Everton Yobo. You do that's what you do, don't you? You mentioned Arteta before. You know, his was a loan without an option actually, but we, we managed to get him in the summer but those deals are there. You've seen mm-hmm. Tottenham doing ones for two-year loans and things like that. Eight, you know, Kulazewski was an 18-month loan, mm-hmm. wasn't it? I know it was an obligation at the end, but that's a way around it as well. And
4: way there, around the FFP Of well,
1: course. There. There's a, you know, look at Chelsea. Look at what they've done. Amortised it over about 30 years, you know, for certain players. So do, you've got to be creative. And Everton, as Cam said before, and you just said, we've got to be creative because we haven't got a big a big fat wedge have we Mm -hmm. you know so we have to we have to try to to do as um, do as many creative deals as we can and and we have to also accept though with some of them is that they won't happen until later in the window either because some clubs I imagine the likes of Manchester United with Diallo will take him to America with them and have a look what he's like in pre-season because they've got some players who've just finished international duty who will still be on holiday when Mm. they go off to America when they play Wrexham and stuff so they're not going to have the full complement of players available on day one I think Everton will have a couple missing you know Wobey's just gone on holiday today so a few of our internationals won't be back day one either I don't imagine because they need I think they normally get three weeks break minimum so if you're, yeah. if you're thinking there's two weeks till pre-season well,
4: Damari Gray in the Gold Cup Damari that?
1: Gray's in the Gold Cup Jordan Pickford's just finished international duty two days mm. ago so he'll get another week off so we're not going to have our full first team squad reporting for training on day one so if you look at that and, and then put that round all the other clubs as well who've had internationals then players will be in similar vein as mm. well so you're going to have to, you're gonna have to uh, manage it that way but it's, it's an interesting one, Mike, and it's a, it's a good point to make. It's about time we utilised all of our loan slots, definitely, especially when you have got a limited budget.
3: Yeah,
4: absolutely. Yeah. Nice one, guys. We'll cheers. The rest of the show. And,
3: Top, um, man. We'll catch up with
4: you soon.
1: All, all right, here, right, cheers, we'll Mike. See thanks see for calling, mate. See you bye, later. Cheers, mate. Bye, bye, bye. T-ra, t-ra. If you want to call and become a Premier member, it's £3.50 from £3.50 a month if you're interested. And then you can get yeah. your tickets to the Premier And you night. can also get tickets for our Premier Night and you also get 25% off in our store for any merchandise. Um, just looking here, Paul McNeil wants Jokeres. Well We watch very quickly what's your take on Jochores. We've got someone else waiting on a minute. Yeah. But what's your, what's your take on Jochores?
0: Yeah,
2: I think he's exciting. Um, he's definitely the profile that I'd like us to sign... Good age, not not young enough to be thinking is it all potential. Not old enough to be thinking is he at that end of his his career. Um, good height, physical presence, etc., etc. But I I think he would cost us a lot more money than what we can effectively afford. I think if we were to buy him, it would that would be every penny of our transfer budget at the moment. And if we can do the clever loans and and you know maybe bring in some other players. That won't cost us anything, then maybe. But mm. I think we're more likely to not not go in that area. Again, I could see him signing for. I could see him signing for Brentford, to be honest, mm. to replace Tony. Interesting. I'd have Interesting. him, though. I'd have him.
1: Tommy Kolduck says Gundawan has gone to Barcelona. Wow, <coughs> we That was almost done before. That's didn't
2: huge, he? you know. That, that is, is
1: huge because he was
3: massive he was for them at the end the of sit. the season
1: but they, they don't mind players going well oh, they've just got the world class players are just coming. Ball. it's like a factory in the York they seem
3: to sell players at the right time Kovacic no will, will be unbelievable. unbelievable everyone will be going unbelievable
1: people will be saying I didn't realize even though people who, most people and certainly ones who watch this will know that he's a really really <sighs> top player but now he'll go to another level yeah, in yeah. At what we're seeing in the Premier League I mean we've seen him at Real people, we've seen him for Chelsea have good games and stuff like that and we then will see him go, a shoo. different level now because he's like playing with
3: world class players. years younger
1: than Gundogan, twenty nine. Mm, so. so he'll be he's, he's, he'll be perfect for them. That John, just before we go to Brad on the line, that John says, uh, "Cam does Stanley Mills get into Everton's first team next season? Looks a great little player."
2: No, probably not. He, he does, and and he's had a great season, but the step up from the step up from playing in the under twenty. Threes and having a good season, scoring goals. Not only the step up to the Premier League in terms of the level, but the expectation would be humongous. He's coming in on that basis, he'd be coming into Everton's first team to be good enough to see us not have to go through another relegation battle like we did. Yeah. Again, too young, too inexperienced. In an ideal world where we were safe and we, we had options, then yeah, he's he's definitely an, one I would like to see on the bench more often rather than the typical 720 goalkeepers that we have on the bench. But no, I can't see it. I can't yeah. see it.
1: Absolutely. Um. The other thing as well, just very quickly, Gavin Johnson just says, "Barry, you watch a lot of MLS. What do you know about Vasquez, the Cincinnati striker, Brandon Vasquez? Uh, me, I wouldn't take him. Uh, he's big. He's powerful. He's a unit. Plays for plays for the United States national team. He's twenty five. I'm, I'm not saying he couldn't do a job for Everton because he could. He's, he is big and powerful. He's not quick. He's big and powerful, but." I've just seen him too many times for Cincinnati where he's he's been like just non existent in the mm. game. Then other games he's he's looked good, do you know what I mean? And you go, could he? But just, the step from there I look at someone like Almiron, mm. who had a great season for Newcastle last season, but he took a while to yeah. settle and yet he was phenomenal for Atlanta yeah. in MLS, like like really good. And people were saying at the start of last season, like he was linked with Everton yeah, and everyone was like don't want him don't yeah. want him and then he ended up I think he got nine goals for Newcastle he ended up having a great season there's um, Thiago Alme- Almeida at Atlanta now Argentina obviously 21 fantastic he'll come to Europe will he be good enough for the Premier League don't know he's quite slight great player looks tremendous but Premier League I think it eats him up mm. right now so although Brandon Vasquez has physically could cope I imagine I don't know whether he's quick enough or mm. his movement's good enough So that's what I would say now. We'll have to wait and see. That's not to say he couldn't come in and do his job, but someone like Kai Kamara, who has been tremendous and MLS, powerful, he's 38 now or something. Um, He came in years ago went to Norwich City, scored one goal in half a season. Who's it against? Everton it, was, it was well the, obviously it, it, it is. was the winner against Everton but he come in and struggled in the Premier League even though he was 6 foot 3 yeah. good in the Big air it, you've got to and he's, he's been really good in MLS so it it is it, it's a tough one I think, I think if you come from like Major League Soccer you've got to have almost have blistering pace hmm Really, just while you get used to it. But Vasquez, he is an interesting one. I just think I'm just like that with him, to be honest with you. Right, sorry, we've kept Brad waiting for ages. I apologize. So let's go to Brad. Brad, are you there? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, we can We can hear you, mate. Sorry about that. What have you got to no, say? Not a
5: problem. So one of the things that I've been kicking around in my head for a while now, um, you talk about fullbacks and we're needing a replacement for Mikolenko or somebody to come in for him. Or push him, or someone who can push him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And a suggestion's made, and then like, what triggered it in my head was Cam said, well, he can't defend. Mm. Take the lad across the park where two years ago he was seen as the best fullback on the planet, Mm. and we all know he can't defend to save his life. Mm. And then the other night, Southgate pushes him up into the midfield, and it's a revelation because he's got offensive output. And it seems to me that in the modern day, like, your defensive capabilities as a fullback can be non-existent so long as you have offensive output.
1: Brad, can you just repeat that last bit? Sorry, maybe you were in and out. What were you saying about the output?
5: Oh, well, it's so long as you're, like, productive in the off- yeah. offensively, yeah, yeah, it yeah. doesn't matter how poor you are defensively.
1: Mm. But you have to... Fullback
5: what... in the modern game. Because Trent can't defend but he's seen as a like, great full-back. I, I, I
2: think... I th- for a second, I thought you were going to say put Michel in midfield. For a second, then. No, uh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> um, I think... I, I do think... The thing with Sen Alexander Arnold's a little bit different because he was he was a midfielder to start with. Was he not in their in their youth academy? And we've all
1: been saying he should play higher up. It's yeah, not, and I mean it's not like Klopp's a genius. We've no, he training. lost him
2: a Champions League final yeah. because of how bad he was defensively, and he is awful defensively, and he always has been awful defensively. But going forward, you're right; he's exceptional. He can pass a ball. His switch of play is really good. He can yeah. hit a ball. Uh, he's he's clever. Is the ball the other night to Saka was uh, was ball, really yeah. really good. Mm. Um, so I think his natural progression into a midfielder has been more sort of... I think he was pushed out. It'd almost be like if James Garner played right back now for Everton mm. and then in four years' time it was Total. actually like he yeah. can't really defend much. Well, he started as a midfielder anyway yeah. and was put there. It, it's not... I just think Mikhailenko is bang average. And I think to be a solid Premier League... Team, I think you need more than than Mikhailenko. If Mikolenko was a, a left back in the championship, would he be the best left back in the championship? In your opinion, I don't think he would. I think he'd be. I think. I think he'd be, be up there. Mm. He'd be decent. He'd do a job.
1: I think would people would look at him and go, "He's good." I think. I so. don't know. I just think. I just I think, think he's all right.
5: I think Miko fits a system, and mm. like he he is a very good low block low block defensive mm. defensive fullback. Yeah, I, I I agree with you that like he looked better when he had uh McNeil playing in front of him because his defensive work rate was outstanding. But as far as like kind of leads me to the next point. Like we don't we don't really know what like system or style Deitch is gonna play. Even though everyone says it's four four two long ball, like he actually came in and made us better offensively than he did defensively.
1: He did. He did.
5: And they're like the interview that Townsend did on talk TalkShite, he said that deitch is a strong manager and he's not gonna let anybody come in that he doesn't like see as a fit in part of his system so like the loan the loans like vinagre of the world that stuff's not gonna happen under him mm. and even though it shouldn't be the manager driving the transfers it should be the director of football and then like i'll you go get the players that i want to fit our system, and then give, hire a manager to fit the director of football system.
0: Mm.
5: But those kind of things aren't going to happen.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Just, just very what I wanted to say quickly before about the Mikulenko thing is where we're talking about Alexander Arnold. He was exceptional in one part of his game. So the other part of his game, even though we could all see it and go, why did they play him there? He's mm-hmm. a he's an absolute nightmare. He was exceptional in creating chances for Liverpool, so therefore you can push him higher. If Mikalenko is exception, exceptional defensively, then I don't think many people no, would question it. People might go, Well, doesn't create anything. Well it's okay, put someone very creative in front of him. But I think the thing is we get zero from him going forward. Really. Um And defensively, sometimes, I I just think he's a, he's a decent defender that's it. And when I say decent, I just mean he can, he does a job and you're right in a low block. But in terms of, I think that's where Everton have gone wrong with the recruitment on your second point of, you know, how much do we bow to the manager? Mm -hmm. Is it right? Is it wrong? I don't know. You think in theory, if you're using a director, of football model and you're giving them autonomy to, to build a team, then you let him, deciding your manager has to coach them but I'm not convinced Everton do that. No. So therefore there has to be a happy medium between the both and, and that what how I see that working I don't know about you is find me a left back that we just use left back as the as the, the position. Find me a left back who's quick and is creative going forward and Kevin Thelwell comes and sits down with us and gives us three three who fit the criteria and we pick one of them. Do you know what I mean? Because I just think if you've got Kevin Thelwell saying X is the right person and you've got Sean Dites going, I don't like him. I want this fella over here and they're both totally different. I don't think that's healthy either. So I think, think that's what's to...
2: happened as well for a number of years at, at the football club. Dice doesn't or strike my me. Uh, or Machiri. going, you're not getting either than yeah, that. i You're, got one here, lad, you're yeah. getting Yarmolenko to play left-back in the story. <laughs> um Now, again, it does have to be that continuity. And ultimately, Sean Dice doesn't strike me as the type of person, type of manager that would be happy to not be part of those conversations. Um and Schonbeis might be perfectly happy with Mikulenko in the way he plays, or as we mentioned before, we might be in a position where he might look and go, "That's one to keep an eye on for improvement." But that isn't the only player that we need to improve, and it's not the priority. The priority is going forward. That you know, as, as much as I, I don't massively rate for Tali and I just think, I think. He can put in a good... I think he's, as I said, all right. I think he's okay. Mm. I think defensively, mm. he's all right. Sometimes he can be horrendous. Sometimes he can be decent. Mm. And most of the time, he's he's sort of in the middle. Um, I don't see his name on the team. So you don't go, why is he playing? No, no, I, I don't. never do that, to no. be But is that part and parcel of the reason? Because we've got no other left
1: back. It's like, sort I, of like... I honestly just don't there. look at him and go, he is a massive issue. I no, don't. he's not. He's I want not a massive more issue. from him. Because I feel like we've been spoiled <laughs> as well. You know, we had Leighton Baines for so many years, and we've had Luka yeah. Dean after it. So we, I think we've been spoiled. Luca Dean creativity. wasn't a great defender either. No, it. no, but he was good going forward. He was good going forward. Yeah. But,
5: well, no. in, like, in his defense, it, he's operated under, if you count Dunk as a caretaker, four different managers. Mm. And mm. he's, like, I don't want to... Obviously, what's going on in his home country weighs on his mind. Mm. But, like, mm. he's a young kid and trying to develop and, like, adapt into the Premier League. Like, he could potentially get better with a little bit of stability yeah i mean
1: absolutely absolutely so
5: so so like finally it's kind of like what you described where your director of football sits down with three options and says pick from these three these are the guys i found that's in a perfect system but this Mm. isn't a perfect system because we're everton football club and like everything has a knock-on effect like our you Earlier, you said like we should have been part of the Premier League tour in the United States, but there was we didn't have Premier League security until the final game of the season. Mm-hmm. That's in part and parcel due to our poor recruitment, our poor form, every, every like everything, and it just like it just goes down the line. Like every bad decision, like is coming to roost, and we've staved off relegation two years in a row. And like how much like that? That's all the bad decisions are coming to a head. Yeah. And it's no more evident than the, than what's on the pitch and like our inability to make transfers or do anything. That's because we have no clue and the club doesn't communicate anything. We have no clue what's going to happen as far as financially. Are we, are we getting investment? Are we selling the club? Are we, do- like nobody knows anything. And because of that gross ineptitude at mismanagement, like it leads us to where we are and it's, Nine days away from the 1st of July and we have no signings and everybody else is sprinting ahead of us. And by the way, we finished 17th and letting anybody else sprint ahead of us. like It's going to get worse before it gets better.
2: I hope not, because if it gets worse than last season, then we're down, aren't we? Thanks we're, for that, Brad. you were 20 minutes away <laughs> from going this time. No, it, it, listen, we we all know Everton have been run like a circus because. For the last five or six years and the reason being is because the people that have been running the football club are clowns so you know you ultimately you have to call a spade a spade and that's exactly what it is we hope now that with change at board level and you know again hopefully we we, we start to see a new direction and we start to see things being done properly and what we what we would deem as 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 you know the correct way for a premier league football club um I do think Dyche is a very clever man and isn't likely to sit down and accept, you know, players that he doesn't want or people that he doesn't necessarily think are good enough, etc. I think he's, he's quite hard in his personality to be able to stand up to that and say, well, no, I don't want him, I'd rather him. But again, he has to work with the director of football and the director of football has to know what, you know, what suits the manager. Listen, in a perfect world we wouldn't be buying players for Sean Dyche, we'd be buying players for Everton and Sean Dyche would fit into what Everton are. Absolutely. And it, but in an ideal world, and I can guarantee you this isn't the case, Everton would already have a list of managers ready to replace Sean Dyche in case he gets the sack next season because we live in a world of Premier League football where any manager, it doesn't matter whether it's Sean Dyche, Pep Guardiola loses 10 games on the bounce next season, incredibly unlikely, mm-hmm. but if he does, he's sacked. Jürgen Klopp loses 10 games on the bounce, incredibly unlikely. If he does, he's sacked. Mm-hmm. It's very, very possible, very possible that we're sitting here time next year and we're not even mentioning Sean Dyche because he's not the Everton manager anymore but that would require some form of, of contingency plan and that would require the club being ran properly um, and that hasn't been so hopefully we see the changes in, in, in that way and, and hopefully as I said um, you know the director of football and the manager can sit down and figure out what we need and 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 the positions we need to improve on i would like a better left back personally but i am i I understand that it isn't the biggest issue with the football club and if Everton go into next season with vitaly michelenko playing 38 games as long as we've got two new forwards a creative winger and a creative midfielder i'm sam with that i'm you're right he, he could get better he's only young new country difficult things going on in his life he could do you know Luka Dean was poor defensively at times when he was here. Sheamus didn't have the greatest start to his Everton career defensively. He grew into it, so there's 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 room to improve, and he and he very well you know, he, he very well do that. Um, but yeah, I, again, I just think we could do with more. But he's not he's not the biggest issue. No, oh,
5: definitely we need to uh, score goals. Like you can't
1: absolutely
2: the game, <laughs>
5: absolutely. And, like, I understand that. I just i just it, it it's irritated me for a while that like fullbacks that are unable to defend are seen as bad even though a lot across the park can't defend and oh no it... Two, two years ago, when the quad was on, he was the best fullback in the world. <laughs> that, that was according to
2: them, though. That's them, though. When <laughs> it's them, just, that's no one else. They'll win their that's first game them. of the season, and he will be back to being the best right back in the world. Or the best
1: midfield that ever yeah, wore the year. Just,
2: just, you yeah. know, I've seen, I've seen <laughs> someone say the other day, "Oh, forget Bellingham. We've got, you know, he's just as good because he'd had a decent game against mm. a team full of." No disrespect to Malta, but not very good footballers mm. in an international game. And all of a sudden, saying, you this world class midfielder in yeah, Bellingham. We wanted for six 7 0. Uh, uh, yeah, not very just, good. <laughs> no. Don't listen absolutely. to what they say, mate. They, absolutely. They talk
1: nonsense. Cheers. It's right. Cheers, Cheers Brad. Mate, Take man, care, mate. And he's gone. Cheers. Anyone else, Ned? Yeah. Okay, uh, Andre says Jordan Larson from Copenhagen FC plays for Swedish national side. Be five million. It's right winger, a uh, countryman of Joakaris. Isn't that Henrik Larson's lad? Yeah, yeah, it is isn't it? Um Yeah, you never know. Henrik you Larson. never know what a player he was. By the way, Henrik, Henrik Larson. Henrik. What a footballer he was. Uh, Andy Mullen says we need goals. If we defend the same this year but scored twenty more goals, we'd be laughing. You're absolutely right, mate. I went through all of the numbers, um, and our defensive record wasn't bad at all. Really, it's just offensively we are absolutely so we brought awful. Oh, yeah. If they did get worse, man, unfortunately, with Michael coming, um, we have got John on the line. John, how are you?
6: Hey lads, what's going on? I <laughs> oh, yeah, am all
1: good, all good here. How are you?
6: I'm good. I'm good. It's hot here in St. Louis today. Right? Yeah. It's funny when I watch you, when I watch you and you say it's boiling, I'm, I sort of chuckle because I don't think your version of boiling is. Our well, no, of no, I, our, our buildings
2: aren't
1: designed. Our to
2: buildings don't, don't have air. No,
6: I totally understand. Well, no. and my air conditioning's out, so I'm, I'm dealing no, with like so. portable air conditioning. Okay. Fans, and. So. I, know,
1: I feel you. We did experience Washington, D.C. Yeah. and Minnesota, and it was very hot, and I've been to Orlando many yeah, times in yeah, the yeah, humidity. No, I, I know, I know yeah, what I know. really, but it's just Ginger. in this country, it is very warm, and it is the buildings, really. It's not outside, it's fine. Well, it's just the air just so sits. interesting
6: because with the global warming, you guys are going to have to start thinking... Uh, of air con. Whether, mm. you, whether you can, yeah, of all your buildings air conditioned, so uh, yeah. anyway...
1: There you but go. Yeah, I know.
6: I understand you're sitting in a box with, like, one window and no, no air exactly, I Exactly, exactly. Very exactly. literally. And lots
1: of lights. So, it is warm. I'm not complaining. The fan's true. all right, though, you know. The fan's doing, the the all fan the
2: job. doing up, the it, it, it the,
6: the fan is doing it But the oscillation of the It turned itself off before. It like, did turn it,
1: it had, you know, even the fan it, got off before. But Get it's, yourself it's a
6: little swamp cooler or something where you can just, like, pour cold water in the back or ice in the back. And then it's, like, a fan that blows. Ah, uh, okay. Air, so. Oh, my right, God. Right, we will look
1: into that. What do you want to shame it. mate?
6: Well yeah no I I wanted to kind of uh I just uh, jumped in to kind of extend on I think the theme of today of mm. you know just recruitment basically. So mm. I posted it in the uh in the Patreon chat but there's a I and again just read one article on the kid don't know but I was reading an article about this uh Leith Davis kid at Ipswich left back.
1: Oh yeah Have you yeah. Heard of him? Yeah. Yeah. So highly rated. Very that, highly
6: rated. Yeah, like the next big thing. So that, I mean I don't know that's like intriguing to me of like you know, maybe he's going to be in the championship, but like, would you guys even think about bringing somebody like that? Because that's, that's basically the English or the British version of picking somebody young and cheap out of Europe, you know, in one of the, set. you know, one of the like Austria or or Mm -hmm. something like that. But if he's that highly rated, there wouldn't be a ton of pressure on him to come in and be the guy right off the bat necessarily. And again, I have no idea if they get get rid of him, but they do want Sims. So maybe there's something to be done. I don't know. So that's just as an example Mm -hmm. of like, you know, if we wanted to think outside the box, we could bring, bring highly rated kids in cheaper. Mm -hmm. They don't work out. It doesn't cost. It's not like, you know, it's not like our past failures, but, um, well, the other thing is, is since uh, since St. Louis got an MLS team, I've actually been following MLS, and I'm really Good lad. St. Louis City.
1: Good um, lad. Big. where's I could,
6: Yow? I could... Where's Big Yao? Where's Klaus gone? He's injured. Yeah, isn't he? no. So I was gonna bring him. So he's been injured, and he's yeah. probably out for another month. Okay. So, but I was gonna bring him up because, like, again, I I, I couldn't speak about players name MLS with any degree of knowledge, whatever. But it's funny watching St. Louis City, which I don't know how much you've gotten to see us play, but yeah. I mean. I've seen quite Incred- a lot, exciting. incredibly exciting, exciting team. Yeah. Full, you know, pedal to the—I don't want to say heavy metal football, but you know, pedal to the metal.
1: Um, press. Remain Becky, Becky Engelman has been
6: unbelievable. Well, and Edward Leuven in mm. midfield, who's also hurt. Yeah. So I was just going to bring like Klaus, like Joao Klaus, yeah. Edward Leuven. and mm. um, I don't know if you've seen this kid Blom play, the defensive midfielder we got from South Africa. Yeah. He only got in. He got over an injury got in for like four or five games and now he's hurt again but, yeah well like when i watch blonde play i get i get serious like conte vibes and guy gay <laughs> vibes in his prime. like this kid's a, this kid is all over he's a ball yeah. winner he's aggressive yes. so it's an example like i don't necessarily I'm not saying everton could or should go in for these guys mm. they probably should but you know just an example it's just kind of opened my eyes to there is a lot of talent in MLS and whether it's young American talent, you know, there's a, there's a few people I could, I could mention here um, young American talent. um, But, you know, MLS does a really good job of bringing people in from some of the, the um, well, like, you know, even Argentina and Brazil, but some of the, some of the, you know, South Africa is not like a highly picked over area. Mm -hmm. So they do a pretty good job of bringing these guys in. Um, and then developing them. So, you know, you would know better than I do. I know the standard of, of play is like, is massively different, but at the end of the day, you know, you, you, you guys have pointed this out to some, some guys, and I don't know if there's a way to determine this, but some guys actually play better when they, every time they step up in competition. Absolutely, because it's like the level of competition is actually holding it back. So I was just mm-hmm. kind of curious about that. And there's, just, oh, and then there's one other guy for St. Louis. This is for the future, but mm-hmm. if you want to know the next big thing in MLS, maybe next year, the year after, it's this kid Caden Glover for St. Louis City FC. He's a homegrown, mm-hmm. he's 15, but he's six-two, big unit, uh, scored goals at every level, part of the the uh, U.S. Uh, men's national team, and I'm actually pretty friendly with one of the one of the starters from st louis fc and mm. i asked him about it and he just he just his eyes got really big and he said oh mm. he's 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 big and he's mm. good he's going to be top so just a name to remember out there Caden glover so i'm just kind of curious as to your thoughts on on all that so.
1: okay so i do watch a lot of mls and have for years i've got the apple subscription i stay up till sheep of the clock on a Saturday, Sunday morning, and then I then have to get up and go and coach a kid's team about four hours later. But so I do watch a lot of it and I have watched, I've watched a lot of St. Louis this season, to be fair. I watched DC United, obviously, cause of Rooney and stuff. So I watch a lot of it and there is some good players. I see, I really like Cade Cowell at San Jose and although yeah. he's, although he's stagnated a little bit, I think that's an example of not getting them out when, I, when I someone should have done. Because he's he's six one, I think he's quick. Plays off either flank and play through the middle. And he's, he's not someone
6: we're playing with that team.
1: No, not at all. And, and and I really I think someone could go and get him. Obviously, there's Caleb Wiley at Atlanta who looks like he's going to be a top top player. Um, he's another young kid and we've seen. Um, thinking of the other kids, there's a lot of kids around. Um, That's a popular. Name. Trying to think, well, yeah. There,
6: there's a couple of young kids. There's the kid there's who some... went out to
1: Germany as well. Yeah. Um, and obviously, we well, saw the a... likes of Alfonso Davis. He played in MLS when he was 15. Then Vancouver and then went off. Joe Reyna is obviously Claudio's laddies in Dorton. So well, he
6: never played in MLS. No, he, was he wasn't great. in
1: MLS. He'd already gone. But, but like I said, Alfonso Davis had his debut with 15, playing mm-hmm. for Vancouver Whitecaps before he went to Bayern. Well, there's like, for example,
6: like, like, had we been on Tyler Adams before he went to mm-hmm. Red Bull Leipzig?
1: Absolutely. You know what I
6: mean? Or, or even after he was there. But like, I kind of think, like,
1: could be on him Talk
6: now about... yeah. yeah i would be on yeah. him too now like mm. you, i think you, i think either this morning or today you mentioned which of the leads players would you have for me it's a no-brainer it's tyler adams that mm. he's he's unbelievable he he didn't really get a chance to show much with Leeds uh, leads because he was hurt a lot but mm. now but there's a couple young kids like mcgillen uh, jack mcgillen who's like 20 uh and then there's another kid for the revolution Noel something but they both have UK passports. Mm. Or, or one's got an Irish passport. The other one's got a UK passport. So I know they're being looked at. Every hit. But, yeah. So, you know, I, Caden, I don't know. Caden
1: Clark, who's gone off from MLS mm. as well. He went off to Leipzig, I think. He's another one. He's yeah. obviously in with the... He's highly rated as well. So, you well, know, there's loads, I think a, there's loads.
6: Yeah, there's loads. I mean, if we're looking for a center back, Miles Robinson from Atlanta's US men's national mm. team, he's actually out of contract. So... You know, some of these guys might be, you know, more looking at for January and stuff like that. But I guess um, one of my other larger points though, and I've kind Mm -hmm. of a different spin on it is I think our goal short term, the plan should be get a starting 11 that is strong enough to keep us out of relegation trouble, right? Mid, mid table obscurity. What that, then allows you to do is take chances on our, are our own young kids Mm. or bring in, you know, younger, younger kids from abroad or from the championship or, or, you know, uh, league one, things like that, because then there's not as much, you're not throwing him right into the gauntlet. So like with Mills, again, I don't know, like, what do I know? But every time I've seen him, I'm like, you know what, why don't we just keep him for the first half of the year? Let him train with the first team every day. Put him in there. Let give him a chance. See, because again, you're never going to know until you try. If he's not quite up to speed, then I think loan him out in January. But I would like to because we're di- we're desperate for a right winger. Mm. You know, and every time I've seen him at the U20, he just he just looks a cut above everybody else on the field.
0: Mm.
1: oh I listen. I think if you're looking at if you're looking at Stanley Mills, he's got a knife at goal. Yeah. He works hard. He come. We were in Minnesota, and he came on yeah, in, in Minnesota looked and looked quite good. Didn't in fact, he created that. He was chance, one of our that, best players on that tour. He I did. Thought. He created that chance. That Delhi. He was probably our best
6: playing on the tour. He probably tour, was. He, he, was. he also I played so.
1: right back at times. Yeah, and was comfortable. And I don't. Yeah. I
6: just so there's I, cover right back. Mm, yeah. You know. so I just he, don't
1: understand why Lampard never used him. I honestly, it, it baffles me. I, Deitch is a different ball But I don't. I, I don't understand, understand
6: why why Lampard let Cannon go out alone when we were desperate for a striker. I mean, again, whether Cannon's good enough, I think he might be, but I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm mm. kind of one of. I mean, I'm glad he went out and did well. And he's got confidence. But the other thing about Mills too is he's got that DNA. I mean, he's the son of mm. a son of a very good professional football player. So mm. from because one of the things I think you worry about with young kids is their emotional intelligence, right? Oh yeah. Can yeah. they handle? Can they handle it well? This kid's been raised by a professional football player. I don't mm. think that's as much of a worry for him. Mm. But anyway, that's where I, I. it's kind of what I. If it, if I was in charge, that mm. would be my plan. And then. You know, I think, ne- or uh, Cam, sorry, good to talk to you, by the way. I've never gotten a chance to talk to you. <laughs> and you, mate, on you. Um, no, I really respect your opinions, too. Um, you. And I do watch your channel as well. Um, You talked about having a plan for managers, right? Because manager turnover. So you need to have, like, a... well, this is what the Brightons and the Brentfords of the world do well, right? Mm-hmm. And they're the two that keep getting name checked. Is like, they, they basically say, okay, here's our squad. If we lose any of these players, we've got a list of four or five guys to go after. Mm-hmm. Right. And if one of them gets signed by somebody else, we just move somebody else in. So mm-hmm. when they leave, they just immediately start working their list. And yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, yeah. you'd, like to, you'd like to think we do that, but I, there doesn't seem to be, it well, just seems to be very random. <laughs>
2: One of the biggest examples of that recently is is the Basuma situation with Brighton and I remember when Basuma was at his pomp at Brighton and the whole conversation was, oh Basuma's going to move on, he's this, he's that, he's the other and if Basuma had been an Everton player we'd have lost them and we'd have been scraping around to spend £40-50 million pounds to try and replace him. They lost him to Tottenham he didn't have a great season at Tottenham they brought through Casado mm. and he's now going to go for yep. £80 million and he had a better season than Basuma and then yep. when Casado goes, they'll have somebody else that comes in and Casado exactly. might not have a great start at Chelsea and this Fella who comes in for them look brilliant again. So yeah, you're spot on. There always needs to be contingency plans with players and managers, and it's not it's not a case of being disloyal to your manager, or it's not a case of being negative no. and and you being know prepared. It's, it's being prepared plan. exactly yeah exactly.
6: Well, and, and you know, not to be again, I don't like to criticize people's jobs when I don't know what they do, but mm. you know, if they're not doing that, if the and his the team are not doing that, I don't know what they're doing. Mm. Eleven months out of the year, or ten no. months out of the year, other than the monthly, you know the The month or two in summer, you know, two, three months in summer and maybe like in November, December before the January, you know. I I don't really understand what they do all year long if they don't have this kind of a system in place.
2: Everton should permanently have a list of five managers to replace the manager. And that list will change. Of course, it will change. People will drop in, people will drop out. But they should and they haven't. the, The proof is in the pudding, bringing... Benitez in to replace Angelotti was proof of that. Bringing Dice in because he was one of the only three managers that was available at the time was proof of that. Okay, Dice has come in and done a good job and I'm not saying I want him to be sacked but Everton should be sitting there now thinking, well, there there is, and whether people like it or not and whether people think it's negative or not, there is a massive possibility that Sean Dyche isn't here in December because any Premier League manager can be sacked off the back of a few bad results, including Sean Dyche, including anybody. So there needs to be that contingency plan. Same with players, as as you've just mentioned. We should be in a position where we lose one and we've got four names to come in and potentially replace them, and you go, can you get the number one target? No, because of finances or whatever. You move to number two, you move to number three, you know, so on and so forth. But, We just don't have that in place and and we can, you know, as much as we can say, oh, well, we might do, we might do, the proof is that we don't because we've lost players, i.e. Richarlison, before, and we haven't replaced him with anybody that was of the sort or of the like. And we've lost managers and we haven't been able to replace him. Look at Brighton. You know, if you'd have said to a Brighton fan this time last year, you're going to lose Graham Potter. they have gone, well, we're not going to sack him because he's, he's doing a brilliant job. He's this, that, the other. Mm-hmm. But Brighton knew full well there was a possibility he could leave. He moved on. He went and got his replacement out of Sam Thoria. And he's come in and arguably done a better job than what Potter could have done or would mm-hmm. have done. He's gotten them into Europe. So... And Brighton will have a contingency plan for if Roberto de Zerbi leaves, because they'll be thinking, he's done well here, so he might actually get, you know, be sniffed around, and if Ange Postacoglu doesn't, doesn't quite mm-hmm. hit the ground running, and he loses his job in the first couple of months, Tottenham might look and go, we'll get de Zerbi, or Chet, or whoever it might be. So Brighton will have a name, you know, there to come and replace the Zerbi, mm. even though he's one of the most, if not the most secure manager in the league at this point, because that's how football clubs should be ran, and Everton haven't been ran like that, and hopefully that changes, but, we won't know yeah. that until we see it. Until we sat, a manager leaves, and within a day we've got a new manager. And it's like, oh my God, that was actually as if we'd already planned that. Or <laughs> a player leaves, and yeah. next minute we've got a ready made replacement to come straight in. And we go, oh my God, that looks like we've actually meant to do that.
6: Yeah, absolutely. But, by the way, I think Bournemouth hit a home run with their guy from Spain. Everything I've read about him, I just I think they hit a home run with the, the guy from Rio, uh, by Cano. Uh, I don't know um, much but, about him, but I know, I well, know Gary again, I've read me. one article, so that makes me an expert, <laughs> uh, but, but no, everything I read about him, the way that he transformed that side on basically no money, you know, his, his approach to football, which again is, his press play into the spaces from the back, you know, he's not afraid of, you know, uh, he's not a play from the back guy like Pep. He's more of a, like, let's, let's use our, our, our defenders to get the ball into space and then have quick athletic people run into it, which Seems like common sense to me. But uh, anyway, so one last thing and I'll let you go. Um, the wild fantasy, but any chance that Pochettino doesn't fancy Richarlison and we can get him back on loan? <laughs> uh, glue, you
1: mean? Post-de-glue. I'm, post-de-glue. I'm sure Pochettino. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. i yeah, 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 yeah.
6: The other piece. Sorry. The other. Yeah. glue. There's a possibility. There is, but yeah.
2: I, I don't think there's a possibility he'd come back to Evan. Mm. I think if Richarlison leaves,
6: he will go. He will step up again.
1: Alone, he might come back on. I don't that's think, from, I think I'm there'd
6: spec- be I, other teams. That's why I said we could buy him back. But other teams, yeah. Because like mm. he loves Everton, so he might look at it as an opportunity to come back the home. The only
2: way Richarlison comes back to Everton is if he fo- if he's on the transfer list and he forces to come back to Everton. Mm. But there will be other teams that are in the Champions League Spain, or in Europe Spain, yes, that are Spanish sniffing fantasy, around. Yeah, Atletico was I would
6: be surprised, I mean, Ancelotti loved him, so I'm a little surprised that Ancelotti. Well, there's
2: rumours,
1: isn't he? Well, he's going to Brazil, isn't he, well, there's rumours that Well, that's what... I mean, there's, i seen something yesterday that said he's about to be announced as the Brazil manager, but then I've also oh. seen Madrid saying all oh, rumours coming out of Madrid that he may well end up staying, but I don't know. If I you, think...
6: I can not heard that. But, we can all yeah. team. Yeah, well, we can, dream. We, can yeah, all so if we bring him back on loan. He might see an opportunity to rebuild rebuild his reputation and then get an even bigger move than, mm. than Spurs, which obviously is not looking like a big move after all. So... <laughs> There All you boys, go, nice one. Cheers, pal. Nice
1: one. Take care, Take mate. Cheers, pal The uh, yeah, listen, back on loan. Be lovely. be lovely. Be lovely. I don't. Uh, I can't see it, say it. Them, but it would be lovely. Still, still comes back to Liverpool. The old for uh, Daniel O'Connor says hypothetical and obviously no chance with finances in our current situation. But well, we were linked a few years back. Uh, but Christophe Gaultier is now available. But you have <laughs> took him over Deitch if things were different. They'd take Lille from 17 to the title in over four years.
2: Not in the position that we're in. He would be on the list. Mm. He'd be on the list. But not, not where we were. We should have just given him the, the job. It. It. Yeah, we, we he was desperate
1: for it. He was desperate for it. We did that for Yeah, which is... so. Right, we're going to take our final call now. It is Dexy. Degsy, are you there?
7: I'm here, lads. Can you hear me?
1: Yeah, can oh, hear you loud I'll and clear, you, mate?
7: Yeah, great. Hi, guys. I'm sorry it's been so long right. contacting you, but you know my situation lately. But just to let you know, have got my ticket for your night out, so that's good. Good, lads. Um, everybody's talking about transfers and, you know, the rumour control that's going on at the moment. But can mm-hmm. we actually be talking about tram- transfers? Well Mr Kenwright's situation isn't so We haven't got a ball. But we don't know who backed us financially. So so are we still in the big match? in the season?
1: Okay, you're breaking yeah. up a bit, but I think what you were saying was, okay. can we still be talking about transfers while there's still so much uncertainty oh, the over the board?
7: Yeah. Um, I mean we haven't, we haven't confirmed MSP, have mm-hmm.
1: we? Nope.
7: Not as far as I'm concerned.
0: Yeah,
1: uh,
7: we know the local people who have said, you know, this must be for the stadium to make sure it gets finished. Mm. But MSP, we were told or room to control again through the papers that they were, you know, they were ready to sign up the deal. They wanted to buy the club, but it wasn't happening. Um, Is there but, a frog
1: next to you, Dave? It sounds, no, honestly... Not,
7: to, not at all.
1: Every time you talk... I, 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 I mean, uh, no, I can hear you. But I can be also like, wear, yeah. like, a frog sound <laughs> as well.
7: Oh, no, it's, you know, I live in a cave home. You're probably hearing alarms going off people buttons and things like that.
1: Okay. Um, right, yeah, okay, you know, well, yeah. Cam, let's, uh, let's... I'm
7: just a bit worried that we're yeah. all talking about transfers, and yet we haven't even got anything sorted as a pair of board. <laughs> That's your situation. I'll wait till the 1st of July. So we can declare this year's monies that might yeah. alter our spending attitude. Yeah. Um but it's all hairy fairy, as per usual, isn't it? The only we're only hearing the smokers' room in the back of the pub, the guardians, the males, and all these sorts of people, uh, talking about everything in for this, everything for them for that. Mm. The people that know, and let's face it, you guys and the other podcasters and, and whatever, usually have your ear to the ground and are very close to what's going on. You couldn't swear what's going on at the moment, could you?
1: No, no, <laughs> no, not at all. I mean, Cam.
7: You see, you see yes. so it's all hairy fairy to me then. Then, how can we talk about transfers until we know the financial situation is sorted? We know that MSP on board, on board. Or my choice would have always been Triple Seven when I looked at them. But we've gone for MSP apparently. But no noises from them either. And Mister Kenwright is spending the longest weekend <laughs> on history. <laughs> He has had a good 48
2: hours,
1: to be fair. That's a long... Well,
2: it's a a fairly good
7: one. Nick F said "Is
1: Dexie on the submarine looking for the Titanic.
7: (laughs) That is... That
1: is...
2: That is too soon.
1: No, we can hear Uh, a frog. We can hear the frog chorus. Um, (laughs) At the end of the day, right, Cam, where do you stand with obviously, where Everton are right now. We have to talk about transfers because that's what the club ultimately still has to move forward, doesn't it? They can't sit around going, well, we've got to wait for MSP or we've got to wait for um, Bill Kendricks. No, I'm to... just
7: asking. No,
1: no, no, know. I'm, Noah, I'm Noah, just, you're just
7: asking you that question. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Can, can we move forward yeah. and stay place? go on. I mean, what, what self-respecting player is going to come to a club that not even been run?
2: Well, I, I think we, I think we one of one of us made a good point earlier. I can't remember who it was. Uh, about the players. It wasn't. It wasn't me. I was sat over there. Oh, okay. Um, players being given the opportunity to play in the Premier League, and on the basis that in a couple of years they'll get the chance to potentially move on to a bigger mm. sort of not a bigger club, but a club in the Champions League or a club mm. in Europe. And there'll be a lot of players around Europe that will look at Everton and think, well, okay. You know, again, we. we the Premier we, League's the pull. It is, it is, and we need to move away from we only want to sign you if you want to play for Everton for the rest of your life and your only goal is Everton. <laughs> now, I've got no problem signing an exciting striker who can score goals, who's coming on the basis that in two years he leaves. Mm. I've got no issue with that. Have, whatsoever. You got a, have
1: you got a problem with signing a player on loan with no intention of signing him permanently? So, therefore, I, I developing think, I think we're a de- player for another we're club... Desperate an get,
7: with we're desperate to get. None not at all. We we were desperate to get two full strikers in. Yeah. And yeah. how we get them, I don't care. As yeah. long as they're fit, as long as they stay fit, uh, the young athletic players. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eugene
1: says you sound like a bit like a Dalek here. Thanks. It's,
7: but it's, it's... I mean, I have, got an, I have got an infection at the moment. I no, no, it's... Dexie, Dexie, Dexie.
1: Dexie, it's not your yeah, voice. Dexy, it's it's the, what it it's the is, internet. right? It's the inter- it's it, it must now. be your internet. Your we can hear you, but also we can hear you, the frog in the background or the Dalek. So your voice is sound. We can just hear the frog okay. or the Dalek. It's no problem. Uh, but I, I okay, can't go on back to your back to any issue.
2: But... If if I have no issue with if you were to say to me now, Cam, we sign a player in in the next two weeks. He comes in. And I know you can't do this because there's no guarantees in football, but he scores 15 goals next mm. season. But he comes out in the media every week and says, Can't wait to get off, can't wait to go back mm. to me or the other club next season. Mm. No issue with it, as long as he scores 15 goals. Don't you. Because we're at this point now where we've been so starved of everything for the last two years that there is no guarantee that Everton will be a Premier League team the season following. We can all sit here and look at the Premier League and go, I we'll be all right because look at some of the teams in it. But ultimately, we said that the same last season. We always looked at Bournemouth and went, They're gone, so that's at least one done. Fulham are gone, so that's at least two done. Mm. Neither of them went. They both. Mm. Stayed up, Forrest stayed up. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I, again, if if, if if the auspices that that loan player is coming in and we're gonna in and, and we're gonna sort of nurture him and improve him and then he's gonna go back to his parent club with no option to buy, as long as we've nurtured him and improved him, he would have then improved Everton and ultimately it would have been a, then a good loan deal. Um, so no, I have I have no issue with it. I just want players to come in and improve Everton and ultimately. If that means, I think Di- Diallo from Manchester United is a good example of that. He wouldn't, if he come in and done well, he wouldn't sign for Everton permanently because likely he'd get in Manchester United's team or he'd go to a team in Europe, et cetera, et cetera. But for that to be the case, he would have had to have come in and played well forever and I, I I, say this every year, I've got no problem, I said it when we signed Delhi and people went, oh 40 million, 40 million, I sat here and I said I hope we pay 40 million for Delhi because mm. it's on the basis that he's been bloody brilliant for yeah. us and he's improved us massively Absolutely. and he's done everything that it meant to get to that stage of 40 million, I've got no issue with it mm. no issue whatsoever with buying players on the auspices that if they improve Everton massively they leave the football club in the future because it mm. means mm. Everton improve massively yeah. and we aren't at the stage where we, we we can only take on players on the promise that they're here for five years or they're here for six years no if you're going to come in and your aim is right I'll come to you but in two years I want to be playing in the Champions League sound because yeah. that means that you're going to have to play effing brilliant for two years Absolutely. to get that move and if you play effing brilliant for two years then we're much better Happy days.
1: Absolutely. The Blues says we've got no money, so we sign the players on, though. Literally, that's Listen, what we did, and we had tune. a great season, that's didn't we? Tune. It was a tune as well, by the way. Tune. Yeah, so.
7: exactly. I, I just... I just, I don't care if they just come for the season. Even if we pay very small amounts for people and they stick around for a season, and we sell them on if we bought them, and we make money from it.
1: Yeah, absolutely, yeah. mate.
7: Because uh, at the end of the day... You bring. You've got to bring money into your football club. Yeah. And um, and without the investment that I don't think's happening, because surely this MSP would have been in by now and kicking up a fuss. Um. Uh. How do we go about it? Because you can only have four loans. Mm. and And uh, I just feel that. Uh, and I, and am I right? That. Once we get to the first of July, we lose one of the heaviest loss seasons. Yeah. We're uh, um, only down about 40, is it about forty million on last season?
1: I think there's a chance Everton now make a profit. What in yeah. this year? What's that? Because a 92 yes. million well, minus it falls off. What's
7: a profit? Yeah, <laughs> and if, yeah, what's a profit? And, and and if we do sell Unana, which I'm all for, I've got to be honest, he's flat to deceive. Um, I I I I honestly believe we've got a much better player in Gartner, the younger Gartner. Um, forward-thinking, young, brilliant. Um, I'm happy with Co. I don't see a rush to play a left-back. He can play at left-back. You know, mm. but it's the forward, it's the attacking options we've got to improve on.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We've got
7: to score goals. Absolutely. And if we bring two strikers in, it's... mind. He's going to have a rethink, hasn't he? He's got to say to himself, well, how am I going to get back into this team? You yeah, know? Definitely, uh, yeah. Because I, I I, still do think that he's our number one shot at getting goals, when and if he's fit. Mm. But he's he's got no incentive. He's got nobody pushing him. You know, so you can get this excuse, well, it's not my fault this season. Mm. It wasn't my fault. You know, I was injured. But it, you've got to have people pushing on each posi- position uh, we were led to believe that the academy is sorted out now. Now one's worth gone, so surely we must be producing something. I, I'm losing a bit of touch with yeah, the club because uh, of my situation. Now you see, so uh, I can only catch up as and when I can. I, yeah, I catch yeah. your programs, but only when I can watch them.
0: Yeah, of
1: course. And,
7: yeah. Um, but but I can't be live as I used to be. But yeah, my passion is now. I'll still be there every game. Of course, you so, will, mate. Um, yeah. Yeah, but uh, uh, I, I got sick last last year uh, through uh, of the football. Mm. I don't mean I got physically sick. Didn't call no. my illness. Yeah, I yeah. I just yeah. got. I thought, oh my god, here we go again. Yeah. You know, and I've seen, I've seen a few of these right relegation battles now. You know. Mm. And I feel that last year was the worst of the lot. Yeah, yeah, you know,
1: absolutely.
7: Because we've we've always had a striker or brought in a striker that we've known could pull us through, mm. and we've had two years of nothing bringing in. Yeah, and we've not produced one. I I don't know if Cannon is the is the answer either. Mm. Um, obviously he got better. But he's not Premier
1: League. No, he needs another year in the Championship.
7: No. Cannon scoring goals for Preston that doesn't prove anything mm. to me because you know they are a local club that I've seen quite a few times. Um, yeah. but I just believe that uh, we're desperate to find yeah. somewhere along the line two strikers, and if we just bring him in for it and give them you Know a two year contract and say, Come two years, uh, mm. we, we'll get paid this much. Um, you're young, you're athletic, go to France. France is full of exceptional footballers, yeah. The best in it, the seams with exceptional footballers, and uh, Neil especially. Lille mm. is, I went to watch them uh, with a mate a few years ago before COVID, and we both said, What a, what a nearly every one of those guys ended up in the Premier League.
0: Mm-hmm.
7: You know, and there's, there's so many of them, there's goalkeepers out there in France as well, that if we oh yeah, sell yeah. so we're like, I don't think he's going anywhere. You know? Nice, yeah. I think he's, I just think he believes he's going to be his captain. I think he wants to lead the club. Mm. And uh, he's got a goal that he wants to beat Neville, doesn't he? And I think that's, that's his ambition. So I think we're okay we'll there. See, I yeah. don't think he'll go anyway. We'll let, let Onana go if somebody wants him. But you see, Chelsea are bringing in midfielders now, so nobody's talking about Onana going to Chelsea
1: anymore. No, no, you've been like with Arsenal today, but you're right. Yeah, you're right.
7: Yeah. yeah.
1: No, we'll have to see, Dex. Won't we? We'll have to see. There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff needs to be done. Work needs to be done on the recruitment quickly. We need to sort the board stuff out, and hopefully, we'll all come out the other side a little bit happier. In a few weeks, but uh, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Right, Degs, you're going to okay. leave it there. You're going to leave it there, big man. You All look right. after yourself. I'll see you on the night, guys. All right, okay. can't, wait. can't wait. Look after you yourself, man. Mate. Cheers, Degs. See you later, see mate. See you soon, boss. Ta-ra, ta-ra, ta-ra. Um ra Degs. ta Wanderlust on the Super Chat says it. Everton linked with hopping midfielder Frogino, according to Footy Weekly. Um. Play on obviously Dexy's uh Dexy's thing there, Dexy's mission, Dexy's mission. Uh, Blue Cali says Dexy in bed with a frog and a Dalek on the moon. Fair play, fair play. But that was tremendous, that was tremendous. <laughs> but it was good. Um, no, it's all good, right? Make sure you hit the like button and subscribe to the channel. Smash if it. you haven't, uh, become a Premier member if you want to. Why not? Lots of you have and enjoy it right me and cam are gonna go now ned <laughs> is desperate he's got a date and he needs to be somewhere in 20 minutes and he's literally panicking and he keeps going he like can't wait to uh, to get on his date so fair play to him. fair play to thanks to everybody who've called in thanks to everybody who watched thanks to everybody who liked and subscribed it helps the channel Um, and we really appreciate it big thanks to Cam for coming in as well he'll be back soon
0: and uh, we'll see you all tomorrow take it easy bye au revoir